Welcome to another exciting edition of Near Mint Comic Radio, your local comic shop shrunk down, gamma radiated, and aired live every week, only on the Not Productive Network, the only place that would have us. I'm your host, Frank, joined in the studio as always by Pete and James. Hey, guys. Hey, Frank. Hey, Frank. On Near Mint, we rank and review comics from best to worst. That's mint, near mint, good, fair, and poor to you newbies, and try to guide you on what to read and what might be better to avoid. We are continuing our special presentation of Jonathan Hickman's Run On, the X-Men books, House of X and Powers of Ten. On this episode, we're going to be covering Powers of Ten, number two, and everything that came before. So, uh, hope you're all caught up. Let's get into it. Frank, what happened in Powers of Ten, too? Uh, Powers of Ten, too. <laughs> God, such a mouthful. Uh, it was a lot less than what happened in last week's episode of House of X. Uh, we are getting some of the development of what's happening uh, in the long con. Uh, we see that Moira and uh, Xavier have recruited uh, Magneto in their goal to not get pwned. <laughs> I guess is the best way of me putting it. And we follow- tense standoff between Xavier and Magneto. Yeah, at the uh, beginning, right, and comes it comes to a, a trepidatious uh, agreement. There's a lot of little uh, elements that get triggered in this book. In the, um, I guess the X ten timeline, it's weird. We get X one timeline as we sort of get Xavier and and Magneto shaking hands. Yeah, uh, or at least the very early X ten. Ten years after, uh, this is the time where uh, Krakoa is attempting. Their tr- mutants are trying to make that into their own. Um, sovereign nation. Yeah, I feel like this is just before that, right? Yeah, just before that, but it, but it goes right full through into uh, uh, Professor X uh, recruiting Cyclops to go out into space and destroy this um, mother mold that they're building. That these X aim agents and uh, and Hydra agents and etc. agents in the form of Orcus are Orcus, forming. Yeah. Orcus. But it, it's not just that. So they have an idea that Nimrod is coming. Yeah, that that the mother mold is it's going what, to somehow bring about the right. creation of Nimrod. Right, right, right. And I think at this point is when we start uh, dealing with the idea that AI is inevitable. So as Moira brings up in the last book in House of X number two, AI is an inevitability. Right, mm-hmm. it's going to come up in the course of human evolution at some point. But the fact that it that that it culminates in a Nimrod, this of uh, this existential threat to all of the future of humanity, which is mutanity, you know, uh, the, the the existential threat to all mutants is perhaps avoidable, and that's kind of what this this goal that that Professor X puts. Cyclops on is if you go up in space and you destroy the mother mold, maybe Nimrod won't get formed. And we know it's really bad in the future because you have what the surviving mutated genetic experiment X-Men's working with some of the X-Men from today that we know of who live a long time, Magneto and uh, Wolverine are around. Mm. Um, And they have allied themselves with Apocalypse, who I knew was Apocalypse because he had the big A on his belt. There you go, James. This is uh, something that uh, Apocalypse shares in common with, uh, you know, Texan cowboys. <laughs> identification <laughs> via belt buckle. Right. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward story. We, we, we see how the various timelines are dealing with the, the, the plot, the meta plot here in, um, in the X, 
one universe. You, we already saw that Moira recruited Xavier to go set things right. In X10, we see Xavier and Magneto recruiting uh, Cyclops to go try to destroy the, the Mother Mold. In the X100 universe, you see Nimrod trying to wipe out the last of Mutanity while Apocalypse of all people and his new four horsemen, um, arguably, uh, are going out to, um, to destroy Nimrod. And finally, the book wraps up with the X-1000 timeline, which shows Ascension coming and, and, and an alien master galactic thingamajig yeah. coming to elevate everybody. So what do we think is happening here? Uh, and and does the do the shapes we see look like anyone? I mean, you guys have obviously more history with the X-Men than I do, but uh, I can't imagine that... that they're not showing a shape like that and trying to give you some sort of hint of who it is. Well, the shapes I don't believe are all that telling, but I believe this is where we start talking about the phalanx. Mm-hmm. And do, do they mention the technarchy? Yes, that's in, in the one? additional um, material. Yeah. The phalanx, technarchy. Yeah. Uh, the phalanx is a, uh, a repeating alien... Race, technological race, techno-organic beings. There's another aspect of the X-Men universe that doesn't get shown up in the in a lot of the greatest hits. It occasionally comes up like on the side of some of the animated cartoons, but its X-Men are very much tied into these big alien races out there, these cosmic stories. The Shi'ar a lot. Right? So, like, even, like, you might not even know this, but Cyclops is what? His father is a pirate, a his, space pirate? Yeah. What? Cyclops, yeah. Cyclops what? and his brother Alex were orphaned as children when space aliens abducted their parents from a plane. I didn't know this yes. at all. Uh, Cyclops's mother ended up dying, uh, and his father became a space pirate. Right after As escaping slavery mm-hmm. in the Shi'ar Empire. Yeah, that's how I want to deal. So there I'm was... not even going to bring up Cyclops and Alex's third brother, Vulcan. Oh my God! Who grew up in in outer space? Yes, and it's just a whole mess. So there is very much an alien element, and here's something that may be a little bit easier for those of you who only watch the movies or or MCU stuff, like um, like uh, or I guess um, the Inhumans. So with the Inhumans, they're the um, the the product of. Um, uh, of, of Creed genetic, Creed genetic engineering. engineering on early humanity, right? And there's a lot of similarities between what Inhumans are and what mutants are, and at least on the surface, right? Every power is unique, and it's, mm-hmm. it comes on later in life, and you're an outsider in the world. So think of it from a publication standpoint. There's this attempt to make space mutants in one line of books, and then there was sort of a mirroring of that in the other line of books. There's a tying, mm-hmm. a tying in with some of the space elements, some of the the cosmic stuff, and some of the down home, old fashioned human racism against mutant kind that happens. And or there was an attempt to capitalize on the popularity of Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, there's that. So let's too. send our let's send our mutants into space. Exactly, and that's when you start getting aliens that are mutants, even though that doesn't even quite make sense, and robots that are mutants, which makes maybe even yeah. less sense. And sometimes alien robots who are mutants, exactly, which is who the phalanx are. 
Right. So there is a plot line in X-Men where a techno-organic virus is used to, uh, I guess, wipe out mutants? Well, they're trying... uh, The phalanx is trying to take over Earth. Guys, yeah. Can yeah. we go back to the multidimensional stuff that right. somehow was easier to comprehend? So the the easy takeaway from this is if Hickman's run on X-Men is doing anything, it's touching on all the greatest hits. Yeah. And one of the greatest hits you can't just ignore is all the space stuff that comes up. Apparently I have. Yeah, but the thing, what's cool about this is that all each one of these stories, which is a little difficult to d- divide up, I prefer doing year one, year 10, year 100, year 1000, each one of them are dealing with the same issue, but in radically different ways. Mm-hmm. So year one is let's prepare to fight this thing that's coming. Year 10 is like, it's here, let's see if we could stop it with physical force. Go into space and blow up the giant robot head, right? Seems like it's a good problem, a good solution, but by year 100, we know it somehow didn't work. We're losing, so... Nimrod's there, and Nimrod is desperately trying to stop Apocalypse and his agents from finding out information like where he was born and originally created, which somehow they may have had in year 10 because they're already planning an attack on where he was created. So it's confusing. What? Where does this information come from? And then finally we get year 1000, which is another order of magnitude of confusion because it seems as if not only did the, the uh, mother uh, mold get made, but it's part of like what brings Earth which is an amalgam of like mutants and robots and everything. Like we've all kind of ascended together. It's like almost reached the singularity. Yeah, we've reached some sort of developmental moment where advanced alien life says, okay, you may be elevated with the rest of us. Uh, interesting, because each one of these timelines, in a way, presupposes that the previous one fails. Right? Yeah. Right? So, like, at some point, some form of, like, weirdo mutant robot people survive Nimrod's time to be really well organized in the year, in the thousand timeline. And they, you know, reach the singularity. Really well organized or completely wiped out? Yeah, it's hard to say right now. At some point in the... Maybe there's no difference. The Nimrod timeline in 100... Every the the Cyclops's plan in ten uh, must have failed in some way because Nimrod's there. Well, and it keeps happening, and that's except, really interesting. Except, except when we're talking about an Amoiris thing, maybe these timelines are individual of each other. Uh, so, basic science time travel theory stuff, right? There's the idea of time travel that um, time is always linear to yourself, so you can't. Um, you know, you can go back and affect your, you can always affect your future because whatever you're going to do is going to affect the future that you're in. Yeah. Right. Or there's the multidimensional theory, which is that, you know, each change, each independent action exists in an alternate option of timeline. And theoretically time travel is just traveling between those dimensions. Right. So and what if cue the Austin Powers uh yeah. clip and now I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah, well, it, but what if what if we're seeing we're not so we're thinking of time in this straight line. What if oh, we're this seeing could be four yeah, different timelines? Exactly. Yeah, so, what if we're yeah. seeing four different if, parallel timelines at different points? What if ten doesn't lead to th- this one hundred that we're right. seeing? Exactly. So, right. That's what if this one hundred doesn't lead to that. 1,000. So I think that's one one of the failures of this book, right? Is that 
it's too early to tell whether this is telling an interesting story or just the convoluted story. Uh, on the strength of what happened before, I'm willing to give this a higher review than I would have, but it's where I'm beginning to like, oh, God, I'm not sure. It, it, it's it's weird. Like, following up magic with this I'd actually, is hard. I'd actually question you, is this where this fa- a failure of this... Or is it a success that it's making you ask these questions? I I don't know. For me, it's it, too early to it tell. It's too early to tell. Uh, but I am I am hopeful where you were doubtful last episode, <laughs> and I'm going to give this a near mint. I really did enjoy this book, but I did enjoy it more after talking to you folks about it. After beforehand, I was just like, oh, this isn't as mind blowing as Moira X. But now I'm like, oh, I see that they're all kind of dealing with the same issue and looking at it in different ways that's kind of cool i'll give it extra points for that i i also enjoyed it more after having this conversation i'm still going to give it a good though oh all right and uh i'm i'm going to give it a near mint with frank it's all right we're never gonna get this good it's just not a not enough story right for me Speaking of not enough story, was there not enough podcasts this week? Well, hell, you can help us out. Leave us a five-star review on the podcatcher of your choice. It helps a lot on iTunes because, you know, Apple is a monopoly, right? That's basically true. No, there are no other, yeah. other smartphone devices out there. Yeah, I've I think that's pretty much true. Heard but of any. leave us a five-star review, and then we will read it on the air, and that will stall for time. And make these podcasts longer and yeah. more enjoyable for you, our listeners. For those of you who are reading along with us uh, in this, a reminder that the order flips this next this coming uh, week. Right. The next issue to read in the storyline is Powers of Ten Three. Right. And you follow that up with House of X Three. And he- here is an interesting little observation I just noticed. We have that reading order at the back of the books. Some of them are highlighted in red, and then some of them are focused up like this is the book you're on. Mm-hmm. In this book, we're reading, of course, Powers of X number two, and House of X number two, last week's book, is red. And that was a mind-blowing book. I see two additional red rows in there. And these have not changed in the, uh, in the, yeah. from issue to issue. So if House of X five and Powers of Ten six... I know we keep going back and forth from Powers of X to Powers of Ten, but deal with it. Uh, It's your fault, Hickman. Yes, but thank you. Uh, And then we're going to have a little bit more bonus content probably pretty soon, uh, deciphering all that Krakoa language, which I think is going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Oh, you're so wrong. (laughs) This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablaoui. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.